You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network audio. Welcome, everybody, to the Diaz Cast Podcast. I am Kevin Cork, the DM, and welcome to episode 22. Ew! We are right in the depths of the deep in the earth, underneath the river, outside the seat of Mavros, and the characters have just defeated a mantis queen and driven off some strange tentacled goat-headed creature. In celebration, Maeve Maldorava has run off in a random direction, up some stairs, and surprised some mummies Mm -hmm. and some bugs, just so that the action doesn't stop. Let's meet our players, starting with Maeve the Marauder! Yes, hello, I am Maeve, and I keep finding myself in these situations where (laughs) I am separate from my group... And I am faced with certain death. Yet again, here we are. That's right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Chisk. Hello. Uh, Diego. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Chisk and also Diego. Um, I am a sad boy this episode. He, Chisk, is not <laughs> doing so well these days. He's, uh, he's thinking a lot. As he Damn. ponders and considers, let's flash to our newly arrived guest player, Emma, with her lethal length of long sortiness. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> lethal length of long sortiness is great. Hello, I am Templar's <laughs> Verge, a sword of Mavros and Blaine McNutt's life coach. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ah, long lethal life coach. There we go. Finally, we have uh, Griffin. Go ahead, Griffin. Oh, I don't. I don't get an alliteration intro. Uh, go now no, no, before it's fine. It's fine. I it's fine. get. It's fine. Grumpy. Grumpy. Nice. Nice. Go get grumpy. Some would say Maeve ran in a random direction, and others would say that she ran in the only direction available to us at the bottom of the pyramid is Megidian Suites. And I plan to take down this big tentacle flying thing still. This thing's not getting away from me. Big Willard! Volley! (laughs) All right. So we had uh, just ended. Maeve had just vanquished the Mantis Queen. The uh, tentacled goat-headed creature had flown off. We'll start right in with you, Maeve. You see these uh, two wrapped humanoid creatures with these bandages. They have opened unnaturally wide jaws and beetles have started to flow out of them. I have had just about enough of you guys. Uh, Well, yeah, I can't do anything because I just took my um, action to dash. So I'm going to stand here and stare at them. (laughs) I I am struck with how horrifying these creatures are. And we are back to the top of the round with Big Willard. Big Willard says, oh, well, where did Maeve go? Where did Maeve go? What are we doing? What's happening? Big Willard, volley! Ball? <laughs> no, volley. Use your bow, Big Willard. I was trying to be cool. Oh, okay. What am I shooting at? The tentacle monster, Big Willard. Oh, Right. Excellent idea. All right. So Big Willard is going to shoot at the tentacle monster with disadvantage. Oh, but he gets a 24. Nice. Yes, Big Willard. That's what I planned on. Oh, my goodness. Hold on here. <laughs> yes, Big Willard. Oh, fire! <laughs> Big Willard brings down the tentacle monster. Oh. 
No <laughs> way. Yes, that, Big Willard. He, he just shoots and shoots a single arrow like 300 <laughs> feet into the air. Well, not 300 feet, but 220 feet in the air. And he gets a 21 and a 22 for his yes, dice rolls. Yes, and he yes, gets yes. maximum damage. And the creature plummets before it has a chance to escape back into that passageway high, high Ooh. above your heads. Oh, my God. And I'm it so is splat wetly onto the, onto the cavern floor. Oh, wetly. I'm so glad I used my last spell slot to hex him and then didn't even get to hit him. <laughs> Gideon! I mean, um... Wow, yeah, I'll, I'll book it after Maeve, for sure. I'll want to see where she went. I'm going to run up, start running up the stairs and go, Maeve, Maeve, don't worry, we killed it. <laughs> oh, I guess I would have done a movement and a bonus action dash. Okay. So I would have gotten up 60 feet. Right, so you come into this uh, small foyer area. It's about 10 by 30, and there's an alcove at either end, and it's filled with beetles and... Um, some would say mummies and an annoyed dumpier. Hi. <laughs> Do you have anything What's else? Wrong? Yes, I have an action. Uh, yeah, we'll just shoot it with the bow. Why not? I'll shoot one of the mummies. Shoot one of the mummies. Okay. Uh, that is a 25. That is a hit. That hits the mummy. Uh, 10 piercing damage. All right. You see the... Uh, arrow stick in, but it doesn't do as much damage as you. It seems like it should. God, I'm so proud of Big Will. Oh my God, he brought that thing down twice. Can I also just say there seems to be no rhyme or reason to the kind of creatures in this. We thought <laughs> this was a rat god. There's a mantis monks and mantis queen. What the hell was that thing? And now there's mummies. Mummies full of beetles, by the way. Right, which, you know, there is a bug yeah, theme, like and that could be helpful. theme in general. <laughs> a pest theme. Templar! Blaine, we must serve Mavros as best we can. Reach deep <laughs> into your memory. Recall the history. What kind of foul place is this? Who has brought us here? I'm going to spend our turn. I want to do a religion check okay. to see if I know what enemy of Mavros would have dared to ensnare people in such a horrible place. All right. Well, <laughs> well, it's a 14. Mm, not bad. Ah, you don't have a concrete idea about this place, but uh, the motif you have seen so far in the pyramids are very much reminiscent of the walking Titanic horrors. So the gigantic creatures that wander the wasted west... There is a flying yes. t tentacled creature. There is a crystalline monstrosity, etc. And you see four of them represented on the pillars. It is as I have left it, just like it was when I fell. Ah, can I tell what's going on in this other room from where I am in the pyramid room? Uh, you can roll me your perception, see if you can hear the sound of Maeve's disdain. It's very loud. <laughs> Ted. You are so far uh, spared her disdain. Blaine, walk forward to the portal, Blaine. All right, so he, he walks in the portal and you see his set of stairs heading up. Are you all right, companions? Are you in need of assistance? Babe, babe, we killed it, we killed Oh. <laughs> you hear the O oh, and then the twang of a bow. Battle ensues. <laughs> forward, Blaine. <laughs> Templar, my, my, my bow's been twanged. <laughs> I heard it! We come. <laughs> we will proceed. We will proceed as far as we can go. Chisk! Um, Chisk is just still in the corner, head down, holding <laughs> oh. his holy symbol. Oh. Um, and just goes, <sighs> Thoth, I don't, this, I don't know if this is, what am I doing wrong? I don't, should I be here? Maybe maybe I shouldn't be so aggressive. Maybe I should focus on helping my friends. Maybe I should try that. All right, just roll me a religion check for me. Uh, 16. All right, you just get this 
feeling. You hear this sort of deep, soft voice. And it, and it says, The more you know about all aspects of life, the more you realize how little any of us know. There is no success without failure, young Chisk. There's just, there's just been a lot of failure recently, but I guess that just comes with life, I suppose. We each are taught the lesson we most need to learn. What you're saying is I should look for the lesson. I'm saying see the lesson in everything you do, the successes and the failures. I think I, think I will change direction in, in my strategy. I hear you, Thoth. I hear you. I <laughs> let go of my holy symbol. Um, I lift up my head and look around, and there's no one there. Uh, <laughs> hello. There's just there's just uh, the di- diamond gap standing there, and she's like, sort of nodding at you, like, uh, okay, okay. He goes, oh, well, I'll just go upstairs. You you stay there. Uh, I, I don't want to interrupt your 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 reverie. No, no, no. You're you're not interrupting. Where where are the rest of them? Where the, where do they go? They went up those stairs there. Oh, okay. Is your sister all right? No. Ah, uh, she seems to be a bit daft. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out, Diamond Gap. All right. The beetles begin to swarm down all over you. These first set of beetles are going for Maeve. Oh, my God. Maeve, so these beetles start crawling up your legs and you can feel the bites and ah. pinches, but you are able to like brush them off before they can really, you know, get at some soft skin. The second set of beetles coming from the other side. They f- begin to jump on Gideon and Gideon, they get a 16. 16 misses. All right. So same thing. You can feel them all over you biting and squirming. God, so many bugs around. What's the theme? Uh, the first mummy lumbers towards Maeve. God, what? (laughs) There's a 14. It hits me. Okay, so I need a constitution saving throw. May, uh, But we can say the bless from last week is still in effect because we just kept going. In fact, we'll say that there are six more rounds to that bless. Well, I got an at 20, so. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, you did. So you shake off the touch of this creature. Ugh, your hands are clammy. So the, <laughs> I thought the mummy was going to say something. I th- oh. The mummy's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, have a, I have a so what? sweat condition, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's actually fucked up of you. <laughs> That's really fucked up of you to say. <laughs> I'm actually you, working you on it. You still take 10 points of Damage. Uh, what kind of damage? Uh, this is necrotic damage. No, I don't. I only take five. Booyah. Booyah. And the mummy repeats. Booyah. Booyah. Uh, <laughs> and- oh, actually, this mummy's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if why it would have necessarily have uh, this low, deep voice, but... Wait, that mummy has a surfboard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> This second mummy is very conveniently coming after Gideon. Gideon, I need... Say booyah. Booyah. This this mummy has a really high-pitched voice. No, that's not the way it's going to go. I am going to hit you. Verbose for being a mummy. He swings at, oh, stand still, and he glares at you. And I need a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh Uh-oh. Five. <laughs> Five? Bless? Guess, with the bless? Technically with bless seven. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That works, right? All right. So, Gideon, you have a choice. Oh. You can run oh. screaming down the stairs, or you there's another set of stairs continuing to head up. As you panic and run away, which direction do you want to run? Do I actually have a choice? Just take uh, it, sure. Griffin. Just take it. You are take just trying choice. to get out of. You're just trying to get out of the room, and I'm just going to say the first thing you see are stairs heading up or stairs heading down. Yeah, I'll run. I'll run straight. So continue up. Yes. You run up those stairs using all your fast little legs. 
Yeah, the What is it, like 80 feet or whatever? Does that, uh, does that happen on my turn or does it happen right now? That happens on the mummy's turn, we will say. Okay. You are frightened. You have the frightened condition, which means you have Got disadvantage it. on ability checks and attack rolls. And you can't really move closer to that particular mummy. Against everything or just the creature I'm frightened of? Just the creature you're frightened of. Cool. And I think if I'm not moving on my turn, I'd only move 30 feet. Because I don't, I can't use an action and, and a bonus action. That makes sense. So yes, cool. you are 30 feet up the stairs. You're actually at a, a new level and you see a door there, by the way. You see another level of mummies. <laughs> uh, great. All right. I'll, I'll just kind of kind of stutter in a panic and... God, I hate beetles. God. <laughs> That's right. Magic okay. is fine. Beetles, they have a lot of carapaces. <laughs> I hate the bug's life. Uh, following up behind is Diamond Gap. And she looks around and she sees everyone is having problems. So what she's going to do is she's going to cast Heroism on Chisk. She sees everyone having problems. She has heroism on chest. Yeah, I'm still at the bottom of the pyramid. It's still down there, so she's gonna cast. She's gonna cast it before she heads up. All right. What's what's the bard's um, spell casting modifier? Because I get temporary hit points based on that. Uh, that is a Morty. plus three. All right. Temp HP. Yeah. For the next ten rounds, you get. They don't. They don't accumulate. But if you get no. hurt. Right, yeah. and you're also immune to being frightened, coincidentally. Pretty good. Thank you. All right, Maeve. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the Booyah Mummy. The one you first, the one that was talking <laughs> the to you. Booyah Mummy. The one that tried to necro damage me, yeah. <laughs> yes. The oh, Booyah wait, Mummy he, is so good. He's close to me, hey? Hold on. <laughs> he, he, he is standing right next to you, so would be a disadvantage. Uh, I'm going to Sacred Flame, this little guy, uh, right in front of me, because All right. that's what I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you need to make a dexterity saving throw, please. These aren't very dexterous creatures, and it fails. Yes, I hope not. Yeah, okay, great. So, you take five radiant damage. It hisses in fury at you. I hiss back. <laughs> My teeth are sharper than your teeth, so... Uh, I also had Invisalign, so they look better. Damn, like, she got you. <laughs> You're up the stairs. In this world. Oh, Remember shit. Festering Heath's teeth? He had Invisalign. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Festering Heath had That's amazing right. Invisalign teeth. is canon in this world, guys. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> festering teeth. <laughs> okay. Willard is going to shoot. He's going to come up to the top of the stairs, and he is going to shoot at... Booyah Mummy. And he hits Booyah Mummy for... Oh, but it doesn't do as much damage as you would ex- as he expects it to do. Gideon. I'm gonna come down the stairs uh, and I'm gonna toss the dagger of returning at the Booyah Mummy because I'm, I'm not scared of the Booyah Mummy. Right. And actually, you can do me a wisdom saving throw on that. Okay, 17. So you don't have a fear of the second mummy anymore, and you hopefully hope no one saw. Oh, good, because I love the Booyah Mummy. I'm going to throw my dagger at the non-Booyah Mummy for making me scared, (laughs) and no one saw, which was cool. Okay, ah! Uh, 16. 16 is a hit. Uh, Then seven piercing damage, but it's magical. All right. But it's magic. And then I'm going to bonus action hide. Okay. For 18. We climb up to the top of the stairs. I say, there shall be a fourth. I predict it. And um, <laughs> take in the scene in front of me. What are these beetles doing? Do they seem important or annoying? They, they <laughs> are definitely annoying. I don't know how important they are. Blaine, pay no attention to the beetles. McNutt, <laughs> strike forth with the lightning at the Booyah Mummy. Um, he's gonna fling I've the sword forward. I've always been more forward. of a rolling stone fellow myself anyway. It's alright. <laughs> oh no. Your modern parlance means nothing to me, <laughs> McNutt. Fling the sword out of the scabbard and a, a cylinder. No. What's it called? A ball? A sphere. <laughs> a sphere. A ball is sphere. A ball. <laughs> of um, lightning energy 
flies out of the point of Templar's blade and hits the lightning mummy. Hopefully. No, lightning mummy. Booyah mummy. Oh, but it's about to be the lightning mummy. Oh, yeah. Henceforward, it shall be the lightning mummy. Uh, I did roll a one. Amalek blade did re-roll it. We'll take that. 17 to hit. A 17 is a hit. How many times can the luck blade exercise their luck? Every time, baby. Oh, I know. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a mix between halfling luck and uh, the lucky feet. So I can't continually <laughs> re-roll that one. I have to take the result, but I can do it every time. Okay, we'll have to, we'll have to look at those rules because oh. <laughs> that's broken. Well, if it's like the halfling thing, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, we'll play it down. We'll talk it, talk it out at the end, or talk it up in between. <laughs> so, hi guys, this is Griffin Cork's Dias Cast Promise. If Kevin changes it, I'm going to say that at the beginning of every episode from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin changes the rules. Uh, I have done. Let's see here. Uh, nine points of lightning damage to the Booyah Mummy, henceforward known as the Lightning Mummy. The Lightning Mummy is daggered. It's being hit from all sides. Chisk! I guess I will run up there, uh, being as everybody's up there. Um, I'm gonna see the situation and go, uh, okay, what's... Okay, help, help, Chisk, help. Um, and I'm gonna grab my... Oh, my holy symbol and channel divinity turn on dead. Ooh. So can you affect any level of undead with your turn ability? With the turn undead, yes, but destroy undead is a different thing. Booyah, you have to make a mummy wisdom saving throw. Gets 16, succeeds, and 18 succeeds also. All right, that fails. Moving on. Next lesson. Thoth Hermes, let's go. <laughs> The uh, first swarm on Maeve tries again to get at her and bite her ah. and distract her. Oh, this time it chews at her for... Hmm. Maeve, you take 12 points of damage from this thing chewing and biting at you. It's is starting it, to become more significant what, now. What kind of damage is it? Piercing. Fuck. Okay. I, I knew that was the answer, but I was just hoping for something else. <laughs> The second one is now roaming because Gideon ran off. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, it is going back to you, Gideon. You must taste like honey. It swirls up over you and it crits on you. 24 points of damage from All these right. bugs. I will uncanny dodge and take 12. All right. And as an effect, oh, it gets another attack on you. Uh, this time it only gets a 12, though. That's a miss. To go back to your earlier question, Templar, these these bugs are becoming more, much more seriously a factor in this. Ah, these bugs are a nuisance. They are more <laughs> than a nuisance. I see it now. The non-booyah mummy. He turns to look at Chisk. I need a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, that is a total of 13. You are able to stand up to its... You see these dark, dark eyes in this skull wrapped underneath the wrappings, but you are able to look past it. Oh, I can't be frightened anyway. Yeah, especially with his heroism. I am brave as hell. Uh, and it gets a 14 as it I'm reaches for you to claw at you. Mrs. <laughs> The Booyah Mummy. It's turned. It's turned to Blaine. Hello. I need a wisdom saving throw, please. Steal yourself, Blaine McNutt. This monster has nothing on your resolve. 17. So Blaine nice. laughs a bit raggedly and stands his ground. <laughs> I, I, I make yeah. Blaine bring the sword up in front of his eyes so he cannot see. Uh, and so it reaches for you. With its rotting claw. Ah, uh, but it gets a nine. Ha! <laughs> you dodge and dance out of the way. We do not dodge. We stand firm. Uh, the, uh, the, the bard comes up and she will look over at, at you, Maeve, and give you a healing word. Hey. Oh, what's the word? Word is six. 
six. That's not very creative. <laughs> yeah, sorry, is a bard the creative one? Right. She's a dancer, not a wordsmith. Yeah. This is true. She does an interpretive dance, and I inter I, I interpret the word. It says yeah. five, yeah. six. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually sure. Wolf does yeah. card tricks. Six, seven, eight. La, la, la. But she does yeah. shoot an arrow, and she's. Uh, let's see how much she does. Oh, not so much because it's non-magical, but she does skewer it for a little bit of damage. Booyah, mummy is being nitpicked to death. Dave. Is Booyah, mummy still in front of me? <laughs> yes. How's he looking? Yeah, he's still functioning. He's definitely beat up. He's not on its last threads, as it were. I'm going to raise my hand and summon some of my healing light. On myself. I know, I just got healed. I'm greedy. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to use one of my die. Give Kay. myself a little boost. Oh, very good. And uh, as my action, I am going to raise my other hand with the cock hardness. Okay. And I'm going to oh. just, I've had enough. I'm going to hit him with the cock hardness. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have had enough of the bugs and the mummies and the death and the mouths opening and the backs bending. Done. I'm done with it. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, 19 to hit him. All right. So you hit him and he has to make a saving throw. Oh. Don't. I believe it was Don't. a constitution saving throw, wasn't it? Don't. It Don't is. Don't do it. He gets a 10. Ah. Yes. Nice. You see this thing start to throw up and throw, and he It's like in the side of his head. I fully like. <laughs> oh, okay. So then the stone, the, the stone temple dagger just like sinks down through, and uh, all of the wrappings now become stone. It's now a badly drawn or badly carved stone sculpture. Just paper you wouldn't want to wipe your butt with. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like his own sarcophagus. I would like to uh, Spartan kick it over. <laughs> Spartan kick it over. All Just right. <sighs> Crush some beetles. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. So we, uh, one of the, muddy, uh, the mummies falls to the ground and breaks into little mummy pieces. Aww. We are back to Big Will. Big Will is still raging, so he is going to shoot. Does not hit even the bugs. He can't even seem to get to hit the bugs. Oh, no, I'm wrong. He did hit the bugs. The bugs are skewered. Several are skewered on his... Kebabs. (laughs) Kebabs. Does he roll sneak attack damage? Oh, he would get sneak attack damage on that, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to say booyah, and I keep restraining, because I'm like, what? (laughs) That's for the mummy now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, with the uh, sneak attack damage, somehow he, he manages to skewer like dozens of big beetles on the end of a single arrow. And, yeah. and, and the rest of the bugs swirl away and they are gone. Gideon, oh hell God. yeah. I am going to kind of book it at this other mummy and then kind of just jump and stab it with my dagger of returning. Okay, bring it down. <laughs> 26. That is a hit. 12 piercing damage. So you skewer, and it takes full damage from that, because that's magic dagger. Templar. Blaine, high five this incredible warrior. <laughs> high fives, Maeve. Uh-oh. High five, Maeve. All right. Watch my rings. We stride forward across the room to strike the other mummy, joining Gideon in glorious battle. All right. Aim for the wrappings, Blaine McNutt. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a heckin' good hit. 26 plus 3 for the bless. 29, does a 29 hit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, my God. It hits the mummy and the daddy. I'm going to use my last uh, reaction to add a... Shocking grasp onto this hit as well. So that is 11 points of slashing damage and six points of lightning damage. 
on that first hit. <laughs> oh, right, right, of course. Of course. <laughs> Jeez. Second hit. 22 to hit for another eight points of slashing damage. So you are slashing and fraying, getting on this mummy's nerves, and it is looking pretty rough. Let's find out what's underneath these bandages. Chisk. Who's hurt? Gideon's pretty hurt. I'm not too bad, actually, if I'm no, being honest. Maeve. Maeve has gotten healed. Mm-hmm. So you're all doing all right. Blaine can take a few more hits. <laughs> I <laughs> said a few more. Uh, well, in that case, I will cast a Guiding Bolt second level. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the mummy. Okay, 16. A 16 hits the mummy. <gasps> okay, here we go. Finally. <laughs> That's... <laughs> we got it, baby. So it's 5d6. Big day. Here we go. 12 points of radiant damage. Does that hurt them a little more? How do, how do they like it? How do they uh, like it? Uh, how do they, they like it? apples. Roll me... Try to figure out what would be a mummy-related skill. And they sort of apply to all of those things, but we'll make it. We'll make it religion. Uh, Sixteen. Fire is what causes them double damage. Is what you remember. Mm. All right, all right. But it still takes serious damage. Okay. And okay. it's not looking very good at all. Well, that's all I can do. Oh, you could bring your. You could still have two rounds of your spiritual uh, rolled-up newspaper. No, I feel like I feel like Chisk would have been like. In his, you know, pensive state would have just, like, dispel all the stuff he had. Mm. Oh, you kind of was feeling slumped, like, in a slump. He was just like, yeah, so I, he was like, I need to figure this out. So he would have dispelled that. Oh. Listen to the Lucky Go Show. It's better than sliced bread. We got extras. We got more. We have everything you need. Lucky Go Show? Free V-Bucks. Right here. I'm confused. Do you want a mug? Do you want bed sheets? Do you want a happy-go-lucky shirt and a Yeti? All for free? At the end of this is a free promo code, and it can all be yours. This is the best thing ever! For a small fee of $55, plus charity tax. Hey, everybody, Daniel here. This is the Lucky Go Show, now appearing on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network. All right. A 16, Mabe. These bugs are still crawling all over you. Ah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a sound of yes, it hits me, yes, or no, it doesn't it hit me. me? My AC is little baby numbers. <laughs> little no. baby numbers. So you take little baby bug bites of eight. God, okay, so I did my healing like for nothing. It's good to have something for Kevin to do. <laughs> The mummy turns and glares at you again, Chisk, and moves mindlessly towards you. Bring it. Uh, I believe yeah, I get on. an Does opportunity actually... attack on that, because we're all up in that business. Okay. Business nasty. So whoever gets a, an opportunity... Well, first, let, let's see what happens to the glare. So I need a wisdom saving throw. Not for me. Yeah, from you. No, no he's, he's immune. Because I am brave as hell. Oh, okay, so then there is no glare to be had. So, yes, it turns and starts walking towards you after you would burnt it with your spell. And whoever gets opportunity attacks can have opportunity attacks. That's a a 16 from Gideon. That is a hit. 24 from Templar. They both hit. Roll that damage. That is 7 piercing from Gideon. And 9 slashing. Oh, so between the two of you, you cut... And sink, dice sink. and collapse, and a, it sinks down into a bundle of tapering glass or tapering paper, uh, cloth, and as the skull rolls quietly across the beautiful marble floor. I stomp on it and break it. Yeah, hell yeah, Gideon. That's yeah. Right. And I wasn't scared of you ever. <laughs> why would you gloat in yeah, such an uncouth manner? Uh, I'm the definition of uncouth. Yeah, one thing you need to know about Gideon is that he is uncouth as hell. I'll steal from a kid. We shall work on this. Well, the kid yeah. stole from you first, to be perfectly honest. So. That's right. Uh, so this, uh, sorry, the swarm of insects fail badly at this and 
takes all sorts of shatter damage. Oh, I see. Oh. 17 points of just blows, beetles everywhere. Oh, it actually is still moving. There's still beetles around, but there's very few of them. It's still alive? It's Those insects are tough. Those insects turned out to be tougher than the mummies. Uh, <laughs> Maeve, you have bugs still crawling all over you. Mummies are gone. Bugs are still there. They're only few and far between. Great. Can I just shake them off? <laughs> they're few and far between? <laughs> um, you could step away from being attacked. I sh- you could disengage. That would be... Uh, that would be a very good shaking it off there, Taylor. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll disengage. I'll nice, Dad. I'll, like, yeah, I'll disengage. I'll move my 30 feet, but I'll, I'm doing the beetle pants dance. Um, you know, where you've got, like, stuff on you, and you're like, oh, get it off. Beetle pants dance. You know, the beetle right. pants dance. I'm getting tangled in my cape, my robe. Uh, yeah. My, like, rings are snagging on my on the holes in my jeans. What? Why are you making it so much worse for you? <laughs> Corporal Willard comes running up, and he's got his rat chopper out, and he is going to try to chop at all those various remaining bugs. <laughs> but he he just doesn't, it's just not really worth a rage. He just can't hit anything. Gideon. I'll, I'll bring out my short sword my scimitar again and kind of just go like full on whirling dervish, looking almost like a weird Roomba as I'm trying to clear up these these beetles. Uh, that is 223. All right. 13 uh, piercing damage. Okay, and you scatter the final bugs. We are out of combat. Ah, they call me Gideon no. the Blender. That's a cool name for me. Gideon the Blender? Yeah. Oh, just like just now? I'll be honest, when I when I found out their name was Templar's Verge, I was going to make up a way cooler name than Gideon Sweets. I was hoping for, like, <laughs> Wendy's Revenge or something, you know? Oh, you know, Gideon, good. you can really only be who you are, right? I feel like the mood is a little bit down. Is everybody okay? I am so tired of being in this cave. I cannot even tell you. I haven't, like eaten anything in probably three days. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to tell. Passed. I've yeah. been trapped in in bell hell for who knows how long. I mean, no offense to Blaine and Diamond Gap. I'm sure you've been here for a long time without eating. How long have we been here, Blaine? Do you recall the day of your embarrassing capture? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I, I like you more and more as time goes on. You know, I wasn't so sure me, at first, but... I've, uh, I spent a lot of time blacking out before, so this doesn't seem like anything out of the ordinary. You must move on from your lowly past. You have greater things ahead oh, of you, Blaine McNutt. I, I, I agree. I didn't bring it up. I've just mentioned it, that uh, I've, I'm used to blacking out. I think it's all fine. It's great. Maybe Diamond Gap has a, a better recollection of the time. <laughs> yeah, Blaine, that's going to come and bite your ass in 20 years, you know? <laughs> Hold me up so I can get a good view of this Diamond Gap. She's sort of middle-aged, blonde woman. Excellent. Excellent. Human female. <laughs> I will keep an eye on her. Uh, and she says, uh, yes, and you guys realize that, yes, it's been uh, 48 hours since you've used the washroom had any food so you are certainly ravenous so much so that willard starts to eat beetles well oh big will big will come, hey hey big will, come well, on. we were stepping it. on those god <laughs> i want out of here so bad they were mummies i have slept for hundreds of years i have no concept of hours meaning time but if you require rest to sustain your flimsy bodies I can help you to achieve this. No I'm judging. Pretty sturdy myself. <laughs> Excuse um, me. <laughs> I think I Maeve is gonna wander kind of into like a corner of the the room. Yeah. Um, and stick her hand in her pocket and feel the skull necklace. Oh yeah. Okay. <sighs> yes, absolutely. <sighs> <sighs> oh, is there anything hello, else? hello, Maeve. Getting a little tired, wow. I see. I'm sensing, is it claustrophobia? Is it some sort of caveophobia? What is it? Tell me what I can do for you, Maeve. 
I just want to know if that's it. If you have anything else that you'd like to throw at us, <laughs> anything else? Oh, waiting, Maeve, lurking. Maeve, 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 Maeve. Oh, don't you? <laughs> Gross! My stepdad called me Maeve, and I. Ugh. <laughs> I, oh, so creepy, weird. I'm not throwing these things at you. I'm trying to help you avoid these things, Maeve. What? I, I'm not asking you to bear all of these bugs and undead and uncouth things. I'm saying you and I could do majestic things together on the surface, in the sunshine, or I at least the like twilight. The sunshine. I do like the sunshine. I think that is why I'm having a problem down here. Okay. Sunshine on my shoulder. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang up now. It makes me... <laughs> okay, so I just got off the skull with the rat god. Um, if you gotta stop talking to the rat god. Listen, I just wanted to see if there was anything else. Are you? you know? Do you feel safe talking to the thing? No, but I don't feel necessarily threatened. You can connect to the god of the rats? I'm not really sure what he is. He wears a cummerbund. Can you translate this ability to speak with other gods? I've never tried. I have a unicorn that I can talk to. Well, I don't have one. She kind of just follows me around. And don't forget, oh. you have you have me as well. He's <laughs> eating away at the at the beetles. Don't forget, I'm still here. Uh, Leland, please get back in the hood. I just have to have one more beetle. No, just, they're so gross, Leland. They are, Look at they you. are the white meat. You have great <laughs> magical power to carry a creature such as this. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's like 14 pounds at this point. He's like a very overweight house cat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can still fly. I'm still in my fighting trim. It's very That's good. interesting. I haven't, I haven't seen any of that fighting. Oh, I can't hear him. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. I can't hear you. <laughs> don't, do not forget, I've got mange. All right, folks. It's not what mange, it's eczema. <laughs> Leland, fuck, I have to oil you. <laughs> yes. He is pretty oily. I predict there may be yet another enemy ahead of us. There were four totems on the pyramid below. I suspect we've only encountered three. Totems Did you see what? what they were? Yeah, what are you talking about? They reminded me. My memories are foggy of the time before I... Uh, slept, shall we say, but it reminded me of the titans that stride the earth. I'm sure you know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heard of them. So there was yes. a totem for a queen bug? Was there a... Was there a mantis? I can't recall. Was there a mantis dungeon master? Uh, there was a titanic insect type. Uh, they're not... They're not all, um perfectly shaped. There was definitely ones that have tentacles. There's ones that fly. There is the crystalline one. There is the one that is just all these different mouths, all howling at different pitches. Jesus. I suggest we proceed up these... Uh, forgive me. Companions, my goal is to leave this wretched place and bring mm -hmm. Blaine McNutt back to the light of the surface. If this is not your goal, I understand and we shall part ways here. Oh no, I'm so in. Um, I want to be out of here. I want out of this cave so bad. Yeah, so I'd bad. I'd like to see if we can't rescue the uh, the folks we saw taken by the mantis monks. God, Gideon, when did you get so nice? Like, uh, well, it's mostly the, uh, I, I like stealing stuff. I'm gonna go get that bell, but man, heaven bombs inside you, the worst thing would be is if those people got into the arena. If they are all people who can attend yes. the tournament. Oh, speaking of, what day is it? I mean, I imagine if we all froze in time right, that the world froze in time? But did time still pass? What? Uh, right. How does I'm, this bell work? That, that's one of my questions, is if the bell only freezes time within a certain vicinity of the bell, or if it freezes entire time. Because something, what I was thinking of maybe doing, is if it only affects things around it, or within a certain range, uh, we could 
ring the bell enough times for the tournament to be over and people have left. No, no, so wait, it doesn't wait, wait. matter if the bone road explodes. I run down the stairs towards the bell and I will, for the next minute, cast Identify on the oh. bell. Hell yes, yeah. Yes. It would be a great disgrace to Mavros to delay the tournament. You understand the repercussions of what could rain down upon us. Yes, I, I, I'm not as much delaying the tournament if the bell affects the tournament. I would more so delay us and the the bug people and let the tournament proceed. Wait, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I need silence. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Quiet, Big Will. Stop with the beetle crunching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big Will's like, uh, listen, can I have one of your uh, uh, Thunder Muffins? Aren't those like yeah, the equivalent yeah, of absolutely. a day's food? Just don't eat the beetles anymore. So identify, uh, lets me know, uh, if it is a magic item, which I believe it is, uh, I learn its properties and how to use it, whether it requires attunement or, and how many charges it has, if any. So basically I learn everything about it. Uh, it is a a magic item. It doesn't require attunement per se. Uh, it will trigger a time stop spell. I don't know if that's exactly the spell, but it basically will cause time to hold for eight hours every time it is struck. Time stop, huh? So is it is it like a whole world type of situation? Uh, it does time not seem everywhere? to be, no. Just in like a certain area? Yes. Shit. So we've missed. Folks, I have, I have some bad news. We've essentially missed the last... 48 hours of the world? Huh? So yes, you have been from, from say, uh, Dolomite's view, you have been missing for two days now. Oh my god, nobody even came to look for us. No, <laughs> literally every other foe fighter in this town is incompetent. And yeah. the people of the, the guard don't care. We're also in a secret tunnel, so I don't know where they would go to look. But you would think, we told Dolomite, we told him about all of this, and he didn't come to even look. What is the problem with adults? <laughs> you are faux fighters at the seat of Mavros? Yeah. This will gain you entry to the tournaments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the point. I thought that's that was, oh yeah, it'd be real fun to join this thing and we could get free tickets. It's been nothing but horrible since we started. It's been so bad. I wish I never came here. I came here for a guy. I came here for a guy. And I gave him my necklace and I still haven't got it back. (laughs) And he didn't win. And he didn't win. And now now he's a big fat loser. The lesson has been learned. This man is not worthy of your necklace or your time, mate. <laughs> God, I like you so much, sword. I grow fond <laughs> of you as well. Tepler? Yes? You can sense <laughs> that the grand mustering will begin in eight hours. We must release ourselves from this prison. Yes. So the, here's, the, here's the thing, folks. The gamble we need to decide on whether or not we need to risk on is if the people enacting whatever plan was down here was caught in the time stop. Because things may have already been set in motion. I have a feeling those stitched people had something to do with it. And they didn't get too far ahead. And the queen way back in that tunnel was affected by the time stop when we ran it. So, I have... It is my opinion that, at least for the first couple dongs, we have staved off that mantis person plan. But I bet you, the last two we did, I bet you we are now a few steps behind. Well, I would know, like, how far the thing spreads, like, the... The radius. The bell, yeah. Oh, uh, sure. The, the, the effect of the time stop is basically the audible range of the bell itself. And how far would that be? Like, basically just down the cave. Yeah. Because, yeah, because the queen, it happened, I waited ten minutes, so the queen was still way up the path when it stopped the first time. So the mantises going down the tunnel the other way probably heard it for the first dings, but maybe not the second ones when we got down there. 
the mantises were bringing the bodies to the pyramid, yes? But they kept going, I think. I think they went through this door up here. Because we didn't see any of the bodies at the pyramid, did we? No. Yeah, so they must have brought them through here. So my, my guess is we are 16 hours behind whatever plan is about to be enacted. Oh, no. What was the purpose of chaining Diamond Gap, Blaine McNutt, and Broadwolf to the pyramid? Well, I my feeling was that... This kind of sounds convoluted, but I thought maybe that, like, the time that was frozen from the power of the bell was being, like, taken from you three. But I don't think that's right. Was Blaine... Like life essence kind of deal? Yeah, was, was yeah. Blaine the same age? Does Blaine look older to you, Templar? He doesn't. I care not for the looks of mortals. <laughs> it's not, I, yeah, I didn't mean aesthetically, but right. adequate bearer as I have had the entire time I have known him. No, but they, they were eggs beside each one of them, so they were just being turned into more of these zombie-like... What of the broad wolf? Right, that's right. What has she done now that she has been released? I am. I was going to ask, where is she? And let's go check on La Jolla as well. Oh yeah, I have to go get La Jolla. Go back down. And what is the difference between having the acid sack put inside of you and having the eggs go into you? I don't understand. I hate bugs. I'm going to have lifelong trauma. I, I bet you it's the bugs that like incapacitate you, and then they can do with you what what they mm. will. Because because La Jolla doesn't have the stitching. Or, Hoya does have the stitching. Broad Wolf doesn't. Well, if... Listen, I've... I've gone... I keep going back in my mind. The, yeah, yeah. The selfish me wants to leave this freaking place. Just leave it all behind. The hero in me at the moment <laughs> wants to continue and pursue this. However, here's the thing. Here's my suggestion. If La Hoya can't feel anything... Which we assume we she can't. Should we just pardon? Uh, no, if, I see where you're going. A bad suggestion. Just ignore what I'm about to say. Open her up. Allow her to die with dignity and provide information to our valiant mission. Yes, we should do this. And oh, yeah, God. yeah, d definitely. If we can get the what we think are the bombs out of her, and maybe the parasite. I think the other important thing that I want to put on the table is if all of these people have been chosen because of their ability to gain entrance into the seat of Mavros for the final three days, we need to tail somebody at the gate of the arena to be looking for stitches on chests. But people seem to not really care much about what we say. I know, so we'd have to be on door duty I guess, because I have a feeling they're going to be peppered throughout the arena, and then whatever whatever part they play in the plan will be activated in a group setting. They're plants. They're all plants. Yeah. They're going to yeah. Oh, my God. Can they, okay, I think we should open La Jolla and make sure... This is really gruesome stuff. I've never thought like this in my life but yeah. we need to make sure that this is that she has a bomb or an acid football in her i um i watched my um stepfather erasmus do a lot of um he called them op autopsies but the people were still kind of alive it was more like a lesson in anatomy yeah yeah that's <laughs> all right uh, that's, yeah so sorry that's I all right i feel like i could maybe no, do it i could do this as well yes with your help i was made to be born by the valkyries of mavros a paladin like La Jolla should be put to rest with honor. I could do this. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily mean kill her. She would. She might. Want I just her, mean but... open up this the mm -hmm. sitches on her body. Yeah, if bug Come, people Lane can. McNutt, let us do this thing. <laughs> okay. I, I have a feeling we can do it without killing her. And I also I wonder, Templar. If you decided to use La Jolla and or Broadwolf as a vessel, if that might counteract whatever parasite we're dealing with. If they can bear a sword, perhaps mm. I shall find them worthy. I am committed to Blaine McNutt's journey, currently. <laughs> and I love Blaine. Don't get me wrong. I love Blaine. We're going to get a beer. Yes, maybe that is his great destiny. 
to achieve the goal of getting a beer with Gideon Swedes. Yeah, uh, Wendy's revenge. If it's up, if it's up to me, I I'm happy to pass off the heavy responsibility <laughs> of being a bearer and eventually dying for the sword. It's me being selfless, of course, because I I'm I'm happy to walk away from the heroism and just have like some porridge or something like that. You are craven, Blaine. <laughs> Oh. You show your yellow underbelly to your companions, I, and it revolts me. I, I am. I'm craving some porridge and some beer. And if that makes me cowardly, That's, then I don't want sorry. to be brave. Blaine, I think you're cool as hell. That's a bad meal when you just pitched. What I, what <laughs> I want to beer? know is how you two came to know each other. This just seems... It's a long story. I'm willing to, to give up this art uh, if they are okay with that. Simply because I, I know this is... Desperate important to Alias. It's just not something that it's, uh, it matters a whole lot to me. No offense. I think what you're doing here is grand all and all. Sorry, Blaine, you're still in service for a bit. Of okay, course. Okay, let's cut this lady open. <laughs> Blaine, I, I'm really interested in your life story, but um, I think we have some surgery to do. Do you want me to do it? Is that what you're saying? I uh, whatever uh, Templar wants. I mean, I have small hands. I can get in there. Well, what if I do the cutting and then you can do the reaching? Or we can do the cutting and you can do the reaching. And Chase, if you could maybe be on, like, laugh support. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that was my plan. <laughs> uh, and I'll go, uh, I'll go away. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll, I'll <laughs> go away from just this. Are you queasy? Well, maybe... I also want to go harvest the queen and the big tentacle monster. That's a, oh, that's smart. a good idea. Okay. Big Wheel, you come with me. Yes, take the imbecile with you, Gideon. <laughs> B- big Wheel, I know for sure, is queasy. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm happy cutting open big bugs. I don't like to cut open humans. Right, and you love cutting open rats. <laughs> My man. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> all right. So all of you gather where uh, La Jolla is sitting passively, just where you've left her uh, in amongst the corpse of the Mantis Queen, sitting, just staring vacantly into space. Hi, La Jolla. As you gather around her, and you can see the knives start to come out, we will hold it there for now, and we will <laughs> launch into our medical examiner show next week. Ooh, Operation Doctor. For Maves science. Anatomy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, just to be clear, our knives are not like La Jolla's break, pulling out knives or anything. You said that, <laughs> right. Kevin, and I immediately thought the bug queen had come back to life and was going to yeah, spike like, us all. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> Thank you very much to Cobalt Press for all the lovely Midgard material. Thank you very much to the boy king of Idaho for their awesome jam. It's Morgan Ermter for all of his graphic design work for the Diaz cast and Grillo at the art of Grillo on Instagram and Twitter for all of the character portrait work. Emma Breger, thank you for joining us once again. Oh, so happy to be here. Got some plugs? Yeah, I do. Hey, shout out to Michael Rollins and Caleb Wilden, who built the Sentient Weapon Supplement. Super fun to play. Having a good time with that. Find me on Instagram, if you dare, at B. <laughs> and Madeline, do you have any plugs if you, if you scare? <laughs> if you scare. I love goosebumps. I do scare. That's kind of my thing. No, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Madeline H. Smith and on Instagram at Madeline Hunter Smith. Diego, read or beware, you're in for a scare. Give us some plugs. Hey, you can follow me on Instagram at Diego Straddle, or you can follow me on Twitter at D-I-I underscore Straddle. You can also follow me on TikTok at D-I-I underscore Straddle. And I also want to plug the show Arcane on Netflix. I'm only on episode three, but oh my goodness, if you like magic stuff if you like league of legends if you're play games online this is your stuff kevin i would like to plug this sentient weapon as well i took i took the fantasy grounds version uh you can buy it on dm's guild uh from grim press and the authors that emma mentioned uh it is a very cool sort of race combination class certainly i want to also of course plug our website diascast.com you can find Ooh. my 
new blog there. We'll have a, a few pieces up, and uh, it, it's DM as cast because I've blown all my imaginative names earlier. <laughs> and find us on Facebook and Twitter and Discord and all over the place. And if you want to be a guest NBC on the DAC, send oh, us a video. review. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Bars. Uh, yeah, Diamond Gap took up all of his creative power. If you want to follow me on any social medias, it'll be at Griffin Cork, or you can send me any thoughts, questions, concerns, or buff David Suzuki picks at Griffin at diascast.com. We shall see you next week. Bye. 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 We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play, Black Blade, is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles. I hope you'll tune in.